Hey, good evening, and welcome uh, back to episode number six of 2A Talking Tactical. Again, my name is John, and I'm your host. I first want to apologize uh, for waiting too long to pop out another podcast. I've been trying to get some information together, and every time I get ready to put something out, something's changing in the 2A world, as most of you probably know. Also, on episode number six, um, I'm going to try the video part of it, uh, pop that up on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, 2A Talking Tactical. It's been uh, a good few minutes since I put uh, the last video out, so we're going to give that a shot. So I'm kind of multitasking here, so bear with me. Uh, got a lot to catch up on. Uh, there's a lot going on in the United States as far as uh, the Second Amendment, assault weapons ban, uh, or bans. Mag large capacity magazine bans, uh, of course, the pistol brace ban, uh, SBR, and all that stuff. So um, I'm going to try to pop out uh, two podcasts, maybe two videos. Uh, anyway, we'll see how it goes. Uh, first of all, I uh, want to bring you up to date on the issue up in New York. Uh, so the Supreme Court of the United States uh, is not intervening at this time. They're going to let it play out in the courts and see how that goes before they intervene. Uh, so right now, the uh, Concealed Carry uh, Improvement Act, CCIA is, uh, they're calling it, is still on the go. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of unhappy people. Um, so uh, I'm going to try not to jump around here. So on the SBR and the pistol brace, uh, I just looked, uh, the time is 10.15 uh, p.m. on Thursday, January the 19th. It is not in the federal registry yet. Uh, don't know when it's going to be put in there. Uh, so one of the things when I was reading the rule, um, I'm not going to call it a law because it's not a law, but one of the things that I read uh, when I was reading the rule, uh, some of this uh, may apply to you, some of it may not, uh, but anyway, if you uh, are an FFL holder and you have a SBR uh, and or with a pistol brace in your possession, you need to get rid of that uh, before this drops in the federal register. If you're a pawnbroker uh, and you have one or any, uh, you need to be notifying the owner and let them know what's coming. Um, and it is up to them. Because my understanding, and I may be wrong on this, double check behind me, but my understanding is is that if you are in possession of an SBR or uh, a firearm with a uh, stabilizing brace on it, uh, once this drops in the Federal Register, uh, you're not going to be able to transfer and or sell. So you're basically going to be stuck with it. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how ATF's going to handle with FFLs. I know right now the tentative plan is uh, after it drops in the register, you're going to have 120 days to do, uh, I think it's up to one of four things, maybe five. Uh, one of them is uh, turn it in. Two is change the barrel out to a 16-inch or longer. Uh, three is to destroy it. Uh, I think uh, number four, and these are not in order, but number four um, is to take the stabilizer brace off and uh, fix the firearm where one cannot be reattached. Um, 
and then I forget what the other one is. But anyway, uh, I know everybody's you know saying what they will and won't do, and that's fine. Uh, I'm guilty of that. Uh, I'm not going to voice my opinion on social media, which brings me to this. Um, so I started uh, a Twitter page to a talking tactical, and I started following some people. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. But there was one individual that uh, basically says, I'm not complying and I'm not registering. And he tagged ATFHQ uh, on Twitter. So um, I was kind of shocked about that. Um, until then, this individual was not on their radar. Uh, when you tag uh, an agency like that or any agency, regardless of what the matter is about, you're notifying them. They're getting a notification that you have tagged them. And with everything that's going on, especially with the ATF and the federal government, when you tag somebody like that, they're going to be looking to see what you're saying. Uh, we all know the uh, algorithms within Google, um, YouTube, um, any other video platform, uh, social media, the algorithms are picking up on this stuff. So for this individual to... Uh, say what he said and tag ATF headquarters, uh, that was kind of bold. Uh, so, uh, number one, I'm not an attorney. I'm not telling you what to do, what not to do. But um, I'll just say this. It's not uh, very bright to be uh, saying what he said and tagging ATF HQ in, the, in his uh, Twitter post. So, anyway, uh, social media is, uh, it can help you. Um, it can help you with business. It can help you with uh, getting certain things out, uh, certain agendas, uh, so it can do you some good, but it can also hurt you. Uh, so I'll be uh, curious to find out what happens with this individual later on down the road. So anyway, uh, just be careful what you post. Um, so moving on. Uh, so like I said, as of right now, uh, the rule has not dropped in the register, so I don't know when it's going to drop. Um, I, I, I think that's everybody's guess. So uh, I've got a friend of mine who is an ATF agent, um, and he called me the other day and uh, just to check in and uh, chit-chat for a little bit. And, uh, you know, some of you may or may not know, but I've worked in law enforcement, and uh, so... Uh, I met this individual a couple years ago, um, helping somebody else. But anyway, we were talking, and um, he was like, John, what's going on? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, what the hell's happened? And I said, well, you know, I said, well, I was going to call you the other night and rib you. Uh, I said, but I figure you're catching enough flack. And he's like, no, man. He said, you know, we've been working a big case for the last three months. He said, I I'm not hearing anything. So we got to talking about the SBR and the uh, pistol brace rule. And uh, come to find out, they have not even received legal update. Uh, for those of you who don't know, legal update is when there's a law changed or, uh, you know, whether it be a new law or update uh, to a law or whatever the case may be. It's called a legal update, and they put that out to, to notify these law enforcement officers whether it be on the federal level um, or a local level, they put it out so that they know what's going on. Um, he, he said they've not even gotten anything. Um, so one of his colleagues called somebody 
and they were like, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we're, we haven't got around to letting y'all know yet. So, uh, anyway, uh, some of them are not happy. Um, so, anyway, um, none of us are happy about it. I get that. Uh, but also understand um, it's not all the agents. Uh, it's not their fault. Um, they're not the ones doing this. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, they've still got to put food on their table and keep a roof over their head. Um, sometimes in life we don't like what we have to do. Um, and sometimes people walk away, sometimes they don't. Um, so anyway, I'll just leave it at that. But don't, um, I'm asking you, don't be pointing fingers at individual ATF officers, uh, regardless of what capacity they're in, whether it be the enforcement side, whether it be uh, on the paper work side, uh, or whatnot. It's not them. It's, uh, it's way on up above their pay grade. I can promise you that. So anyway, um, so anyway, I kind of updated them on that and we, we talked a little bit, uh, and, uh, yeah, some of them don't like it either, but it is what it is. So anyway, uh, along with all that, um, right now, uh, you know, you've got the big issue up in Illinois with Governor Pritzker, um, where he has done the assault weapons ban and he went on the news media last week and was basically saying, and I'm summarizing this, I went over it in the last podcast, but uh, he basically said that he's leaving it up to state police to enforce this law. So at the time when I did that podcast, um, there were, I think there was 11, 12, 13 sheriffs uh, out of 102, I'm looking at my notes, out of 102 counties that said that they were not going to uh, enforce this. So jump uh, forward a week and uh, as of yesterday I haven't looked today but as of yesterday there were 84 uh, county sheriffs that said that they would not enforce this assault weapons ban 84 out of 102 counties um, then we've got uh, three counties that are on the book saying that they will enforce it uh, then we've got four that are um, they don't necessarily agree with the law, but they've not said whether they will or will not enforce it. And um, got 11 uh, that uh, are kind of on the fence. They really haven't said either way. So uh, anyway, so we'll see what happens there. So along that same line, um, a different state, but I see what they're doing now after seeing what they did in Illinois. So... Um, Washington state um, this is what they're doing so they've got two bills on the table uh, HB 1143 and HB 1144 so I know every state's different as far as uh, the requirements for uh, purchasing a firearm and whatnot but uh, Washington uh, HB of 1143 is uh, setting requirements you know they got to do a permit uh, basically what we have to do in North Carolina you got to have a permit, which is means you got to do you fill out the paperwork and do a background check, do a mental health background check, and all that. Um, I don't really, I, I I get the I get the part of it. Of we shouldn't have to do it, uh, but I guess this is the way it's always been in North Carolina. So it's kind of like if you're used to it, and that's 
kind of like the way you're brought up. You're, you know, it's not a big deal. So that's to me, that's really not a big deal. Um, but 1144, HB 1144. So... If you go and look, um, there's a website that you can look at all the legislative bills. So if you go and look at HB 1144, what they've done, uh, they have the original bill, and then they have struck through uh, probably 75 to 80% of it and reworded it. What I'm seeing on that uh, basically is taking the responsibility from the county sheriff or the police chief, whichever the individual re resides in, whether it be in the city limits or out in the county. Um, before, it was up to the city police chief if you lived in the city or the county sheriff if they lived in the county. Well, now what the governor uh, or what they're doing in Washington is is they're putting it solely on state police. Now, some you know, some of you may ask why they're doing that. Well, state police, highway patrol, whatever whatever you want to call it, uh, North Carolina's highway patrol, uh, I think Virginia state police, you know, states different states call it different things. Uh, so what they do um, is putting it by putting it under the state police or the state law enforcement. That is under direct control of the governor. So. If I was a state police, state trooper, whatever you want to call it, whatever Washington calls it, and the governor tells me, hey, here's, uh, here's an assault weapons ban, I'm making you, you know, having you enforce it. Well, if I don't enforce it, then the governor can dismiss me. Um, it's not up to the sheriff. It's not up to the police chief. Uh, it's up to the governor. Obviously, if the governor signs it, the governor's backing it. Um, so you see where that's going there. Uh, I don't, I hope uh, this don't happen, uh, but I would not be surprised if other states uh, don't start following suit and rewriting the bills, putting the, uh, putting the responsibility on the state police. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Another thing, and I don't have it directly in front of me, um, but another thing, and I'm kind of surprised to see this, is South Carolina, uh, yesterday was January the 18th. Yesterday, and it's dated 1-18-2023, there was a bill dropped in South Carolina. Um, it is an assault weapons type ban, and it is a large capacity magazine type ban. Um, so they're dropping that. Uh, and it looks like more and more states are doing this. Uh, I think I read earlier right now also that there are 17 states that are in favor of suing gun manufacturers for different for different reasons. Um, so this is snowballing and it's snowballing fast. Um, so kind of jumping back to the SBR and the pistol brace rule, um, some of you may be aware um, that the bump stock rule or ban was overturned in the state of Texas. Um, so with the SBR and the uh, pistol brace issue, it, apples and oranges to a degree, but then it's oranges and oranges to another degree. Um, but the gist of it is, is that, you know, what, three years ago, uh, bump stocks were illegal. 
And then after the tragedy out in Las Vegas, you know, uh, Donald Trump was under pressure to change that, so he did. So uh, it's kind of like uh, ATF changed their mind. Well, on the SBR and the pistol brace issue, ATF total has changed their mind five times. Three of the five are, yeah, they're perfectly fine, they're legal. And it's only now that they are uh, being pushed, uh, and I, I'll just say it is political push, uh, to change it back. Um, so I think some people are saying that, you know, know more than I do. They're saying, you know, this is going to fall dead on the floor. It's not even going to get anywhere. Um, there's a, uh, uh, I think it's a senator in Virginia. He has written a bill. Um, it, it's part of the first, one of the first lawsuits to hit on SBR and pistol brace ruling. Uh, I've read it. Uh, it's pretty, uh, uh, cut and clear on, you know, what he's, you know, what his argument is. And in all honesty, uh, the man's right. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Um, so I also want to take a minute, um, and, um, give a shout out to a couple of my sponsors. Um, uh, I think I said in the last podcast, uh, Mantis X, um, I reached out to them they are uh, sending me uh, the Manus X10 system. Uh, they're all out at SHOT Show, uh, so they should be coming back probably either today or tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, I was told that I should have it by the middle of next week, so I'm going to do some videos on that. If you're not familiar with Manus X, um, they have uh, uh, developed a dry fire training system. It works with an app and then on your tablet or phone. Um, it, uh, it measures, uh, you know, your, uh, it can measure your pistol draw. Um, it kind of keeps up with the tracking of your firearm, um, you know, when you're getting ready to, to pull the trigger, shoot, dry fire, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it kind of tells you, you know, what you're doing wrong so that you can correct it. Not necessarily what you're doing right, but what you're doing wrong so you can correct it. Um, when I was talking to my friend with ATF, I had mentioned it to him, and, and what have I done here? I have, uh, okay, I've hit the video, uh, so if you're hearing that, I apologize. So, anyway, um, so we've gone back, um, and I said, uh, you know, we were talking about it, and I said, uh, you know, well, how's it helped y'all? And he's like, dude, this has improved our failure rate by like 80%. Um, so it's working for the ATF. Uh, so I'll be giving that a review. And yeah, I'm a little distracted because I don't know what to do with my video. So anyway, I may have to end up retaking that. But anyway, um, so I've got that coming. Um, I've also reached out to Magpul. They've got a new system uh, out. Uh, it's a gun kit, or not a gun kit, a gun case called DACA. Um, some of you may be familiar with some of the other gun cases that have the pluck foam or the solid foam, and you take a hot knife and you cut out, and you, you know you can put your firearm in it, and it's you know don't move around. It's safe and secure, but once you do that, it's not like you can put it back. Uh, but with the uh, DACA system. 
there's blocks uh, you can put in the groove system you can reconfigure so you can have one gun case and reconfigure it for God knows how many guns um, so that's a pretty neat system so anyway I reached out to them I haven't heard back from them again they're out at uh, SHOT Show uh, see what they're going to send me uh, I also want to give a big shout out to Apex Defense Group uh, Ryan and I have been chatting back and forth uh, on the on Facebook and text uh, he offers some uh, some real awesome classes uh, self-defense uh, situational awareness prepping uh, what to look forward to in 2023 or not look forward to in 2023 he's got a podcast uh, it's called the pale horse i highly suggest that you um, listen to that go ahead and subscribe uh, he's got a facebook page um, and he's got a youtube channel um, it's uh it's real interesting and the dude's on point um, his classes are extremely affordable and he offers everything from uh, low light nighttime shooting to uh, one hand shooting one hand reload um, god the list goes on and on uh, you know uh, setting up a, a go pack um, uh, medical uh, medical stuff uh, he's just got a, a big uh, a big range of classes and he's pretty much doing them every weekend uh, I think he offers about 150 or more classes so go check him out at apexdefensegroup.com um, reach out to him look at the classes look at the schedule uh, see what you want to do uh, sign up and pay and um, he'll take care of him and his crew will take care of you uh, he's got an awesome crew uh, one of them is current law enforcement he's got a bunch of uh, uh, retired guys uh, military and whatnot um, so they're able to offer uh, a lot of experience with you know between uh, several people uh, so I'm going to be signing up for some classes uh, this year as well so because uh, I need to uh, sharpen my edge on some things but anyway um so and i've gone over a lot um uh, in this podcast uh i'm gonna try to get another one out i don't know that i will it's uh getting kind of late but uh anyway uh i do uh ask you to uh if you haven't subscribed to the podcast go ahead and do that that helps me out uh, i don't think i have that many uh subscribers right now but on the youtube channel side uh, if you would subscribe and hit the bell uh, I'm gonna be working on some video editing software um, see what I you know see what I can figure out and what works what don't work uh, but I hope to be doing trying to do both uh, simultaneously uh, podcast and video cast so anyway uh, thank you again for listening and uh, keep in touch <laughs>